Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The second hour of Late Night with KJ is brought to you by United uh, Unified Office and their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Have you named the starting quarterback for the Sunday yet? Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes here today. Do you plan on having that quarterback rotation again? We'll see how it goes today. Is that something that would be Look, set? we're not Look, we're not doing anything here. We haven't practiced. We're going to go out and we're going to see how it goes today. All right? Decide. It will see how it goes today. But what do you have to see today? We'll see how it goes today. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Late night, W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ. That is Bill Belichick pretty much going tougher than leather on the media regarding who was the quarterback, which an answer did come out later. Uh, Field Gates was the one that reported that Mac Jones took 90% of the snaps in practice and will be the starter Sunday against the Jets. I think it makes a lot of sense because at some point you have to see Mac not week by week, not you know, filling in here or anything like that. But you really, I I honestly thought that this would be the game that Matt came back. And if there was any type of valuation process going on with Mac Jones, it would be the Jets game. It would be the Indy game. Then probably things go dark and quiet in that bye week as Matt, as, as Bill would probably sit with the, you know, with Patricia and judge discussing where do we, where do they go moving forward into the second half of the season I still think that answer is Mac Jones, but I think there's also some deficiencies that have to be worked out. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Let's go to Stanley and Toten and, and, uh, and Toten. Uh, no, Stanley and Taunton. I keep wanting to say you're in Stoughton. You. Stanley and Taunton. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, what I, what I want to like just touch, uh, touch on is the fact that you got to remember um, – Bill Belichick and Mac have some type of riff going on. It's been going on since the summer. Same with David Andrews. Same with Kendrick Bourne. They all feel some type of way about the offense. That the Shanahan offense they supposedly want to run, but it's getting run differently. You gotta. Uh, when I was at the game on Monday, and I'm saying this, I've been saying this for years. As I, as a Patriots fan, I don't like the fan base because of the fact that like like Sunday uh, Monday was a great example that Mac Jones is getting crapped on for one interception, and then you put it, you're cheering on a guy from that went from double-A to D1, and it's crazy how, like, that happens yeah. in a short yeah. period of time. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Why, 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 why school shame the guy when he's performed? I mean, look, Dan Orlovsky went to Uni- University of Connecticut, and 
that dude, I think, has two wins total in the league. So, yeah, thanks for the call. Stanley, I appreciate the call. I, I understand the frustration that some have with other parts of the fan base, but that's part of the family. Everybody in the family is not going to feel the same way. So just because, you know, hey, we should all get on board doesn't mean that you can't be critical of what you see for Mac Jones or what you're not seeing. The last nine games, you're two and nine, you're two and seven over the last nine games. That's not something, that's not conjecture, that's fact. And so, look, I think if there's one thing everybody agrees upon in the fan base is that they want to see Mac Jones succeed. Now, there's some people who are going conspiracy theory way of like, hey, look, Mac didn't get those same plays that Bailey Zappi did, and maybe there's two different types of playbooks going on. Is there a riff? Potentially. Potentially. I can't say that there's not, right? Just the same way that someone can't say that there is, you can't say that there's not because you're not seeing the performance on the field. The Kendrick Bourne thing has been absolutely weird because you're thinking, hey, look, coming, even with the addition of Devontae Parker, is this really anybody better than Kendrick Bourne in that receiver room based on what you saw towards the end of last year, how Mac was starting to look to him? You're like, okay, if Bill's not going to go out and get an A1 receiver, you know, Aguilar is not that guy. Okay, he at least Mac has started to develop a good relationship. He has a good relationship on the field with, with Jacoby Myers, and that's been from the beginning, and Kendrick Bourne started getting into the mix. So could there be some dissent amongst the ranks in terms of the offense that's being run, absolutely. You pretty much have, you know, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure dudes running the offense. Let's go to the text line, 37937. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. So this one from the 207, going back to your point earlier about the Patriots severely lacking offensive talent, says yeah. you're right, Devontae Parker is their best player on offense. And that's not a superstar. I would disagree and say Ramondre Stevenson right now, but that works. Well, you know, but even Ramondre Stevenson is kind of, they're figuring out, is he the first, second option? Damian Harris's hamstring issues are now, it seems like these are lingering. Um, people, I think teams are starting to figure out Ramondre Stevenson a little bit, if they can get him going lateral with any big guy like that. You know, and, and part of that is the play calling, right? They, you know, like, it's one thing to try and constantly go up through the tackles, and they're going to stuff the line, know that. But you have to mix that up. Play calling does play a factor in that. And and I don't think there's you – know, Matthew Judon is the star of this team. There's a superstar or, 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 or right close to that level, like touching it. It would be Matthew Judon. And Matthew Judon has been just A-plus since day one that he stepped here. All right, let's go to Josh in Providence. Uh, thanks so much for calling Late Night here on WEEI. You're on the air. Hi, guys. Uh, first of all, I do want to say that I like uh, Zappy, but okay. I think that Max Jones has to start the rest of the season. And here's my take. Um, you, you know that Zappy can read a defense. You know that he can find an open guy. But Max Jones is the second year. Uh, um, he, he showed in his first year he could take you to the playoffs. That's fact, right? And, but he's, he's got to show some other stuff in this second year. But see, would you would you not believe that the run game and the defense last year is really what got that team to the playoffs, and not Max' yeah, arm? Absolutely, true enough. But the, did the defense show up on Monday? It did not. No, Zappy needed him there, and they did not show up. And you need to give Mac Jones a full year to prove either that he is your guy, or that he needs to be traded. And you need to give them the full year to show that. Yeah, Josh, thanks for the call. Yeah, there's something I've noticed. 
Those people who are so pro-Mac seem to be very anti-Bailey Zappi. Very anti. But those who are pro-Bailey Zappi seem to say, it's okay if Mac goes back in there and is, is the starter. Have you noticed that, Justin? Yeah, those are the reasonable people. Reasonable people. Yeah, it, so, like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it other than, like, if you take your emotions out of it, and that's going to be part of it, but if you say, look, if if the offense seems to run smoother and the defense seems to be jump, it seems like things are happening in all phases of the game just on the single change of a particular quarterback. Maybe Bailey Zappi's the future, and Mac Jones is finally having the first tryout of his life. That just may be what's going on. And that can be very tough for those who are super pro Mac Jones. He's the guy no matter what. And I would say... Yeah, show me the four or five years that you've, you 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 could say that proves that, right? Because I think people who are on the who are in I don't want to say in the Zappy camp. I don't want to make it seem like they're who, who are pleased by what they saw from Bailey Zappy. It's kind of like, hey, did you did you ever get that from Mac Jones in a winning situation? Now keep in mind, you felt that way a bit about Mac Jones in that game against Dallas, but it was a loss and there was a crucial mistake towards the end of the game. So even that big bomb that went to uh, Kendrick Bourne that made up for it, it still didn't change the fact that that happened. Or in the Saints game, where, if you remember, that's the one I was physically at last year, where there was almost a second pick six in that game, but was called back because a Saints player was tripped at the five-yard line, and therefore it got called back just for that pick six to then happen as the first play in the second half. And to be fair, that wasn't a Mac at all, though. That no, that was one. all on John o. Smith. That was all because, John o., yeah. Right, but part of it is the ball's thrown a little bit behind. John o. Smith is trying to make an effort towards the ball. When deflections happen, they, they, they tend to favor the defense, you know, because you're slowing the trajectory of the ball. Things kind of go slow motion, and suddenly where guys who are not trained to catch balls are really just kind of like catching a balloon. That's what's going on at that time. So I, I don't know... Why there's such this wall when it comes to, like, if you're a Mac Jones fan, at some point, can you admit that there's a regression going on right now and that Bailey Zappi has stepped into a situation where he wasn't, he wasn't even taking second reps, he wasn't even taking second team snaps. This is a third stringer. I mean, when you think about the Green Bay game, like, did the guy see any of the build-out for that weekend? You know, like, Brandon, you're the number two quarterback there, but you think it's going to be a Hoyer game. And, again, think about how different the narrative is and what Bill would have tended to do if Brian Hoyer doesn't go out with the concussion. If Brian Hoyer finishes that game, they still lose. You get your atypical Brian Hoyer. It would have been Brian Hoyer again in that Detroit game, and there wouldn't have been Brian Hoyer showing up at all Monday. And so I just wonder, like, okay, where do I sit? I say this, whatever gets the team going is what has the coach's attention, right? Because everybody's got to play their part. And if Mac is going to be out there struggling himself and it's affecting other par- parts of the team, you know, what 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 do you go after? The thing that's causing the or or the effect. You have to go after the cause. And you know that the ultimate cause is the offensive play calling. But that's not going anywhere. I mean, it's not going anywhere. And I'd said that at the beginning of the season. 
You're going to let Matt, Patricia, and Joe Judge call plays on the side of the ball they 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 never call plays on, and that Joe Judge was the head coach because remember, hey, no matter what you do, the head coach oversees everything. Yeah, they were thirty first and thirty first in offense when Joe Judge was there. Horrible. I mean, Daniel Jones is almost kind of like, like the dude's been baptized with with Brian Dable, like. Yes, I, I'm alive. I can see. Daniel Jones could be looking at getting franchise tag where people got like, yeah, they're going to let that thing run out. So coaching matters. That's on Belichick. If you're the GM, you hire the staff. If you're the coach, you hire that staff. If you're the same person, you hire everybody. And if it's going to be about having a couple of your kids on the team, that's your prerogative. But if, if if the defense isn't showing up like they did yesterday or Monday or you or the Bills don't have to punt in two straight games against them, one a playoff game, the one at home, you know, some serious questions have to be asked. Like the the three tenets of the team of, of, of the Patriot way, right? Do your job, go all in for team, manage what you can control. Bill has control over who would be overseeing the quarterback growth. You know, I mean, people talk about when Bill was in Cleveland and had Kosar and Testaverde. You know, part of it, if I remember correctly, Testaverde had just come off of what was these earlier uh, eye surgeries because they thought he was colorblind because he was throwing so many picks in his early days in Tampa. So, this is different. This is a, a growing quarterback in a league that moves fast. When Bill had two quarterbacks back then, you ran the ball with a cloud of dust still. It was still a running back. I mean, even if you even just you know slide the scale forward, think about the Corey Dillon years. You had to have that to win those titles. You had to have that. Now, it seems like a couple of running backs is all you got. A, a quarterback that's kind of in flux a rookie who's excited people that weren't expected that weren't expecting it you know for those who are like no oh, he went to a small college you know Steve McNair went to Prairie Review A&M smaller than where Bailey Zappi went and was the MVP so that whole small school has nothing your school has nothing to do with it you sound like a parent who's buying a house in a neighborhood just because they got good schools if you have a stupid student it doesn't matter how good the school is it still lays on the teaching the parenting the coaching. All right, more calls still to come. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. We're going to continue talking Patriots here. Plus, I got lines out of Vegas from BetMGM for this weekend's games. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. It's time to trend with Justin Turpin. Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Patriots are back on the practice field today without David Andrews, Christian Barmore, and Kyle Duggar. Mac Jones was not listed on the injury report. And according to ESPN's Field Yates, he took about 90% of the first team reps in practice today and will start Sunday against the Jets. In other Patriots news, NBC Sports Boston's Phil Perry is reporting the Patriots have received calls on all of their veteran receivers, that being Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Nelson Aguilar. And the NBA announced today they are suspending Celtics forward Grant Williams for the one game without pay 
for, quote, recklessly making contact with and directing inappropriate language towards a game official. The Celtics are back in action on Friday night as they host the Cavaliers. And the Bruins won their third straight game last night. They return to action tomorrow night to take on the Red Wings. Puck drop from TD Garden is set for seven. I'm Justin Turpin on Boston Sports Original WEI. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. W-E-E-I. This is W-E-E-I Late Night. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Well, I would like to think it'd be the same for, for both of them, but to, to your point, you know, you... We, you know, they started out in gun, and well, is that normal? Was would it have been normal for Bailey? I don't know. It didn't seem like it was, but mm. you know, maybe they just felt like you know they wanted to open up the formations and get in gun and and start the game that way. And you know, that's what you do. You you know, you try to script your best plays, of, and within the context of what the quarterback who's playing does best. And uh, you know, maybe that's what the the whole deal was the other night when they started out uh, in shotgun and doing the things they were doing with uh, with Max. So I I don't know. I does it change? Yeah, it probably does. Which uh, depending on what they think the guy can do best. Late night. W e e i. Turn it up, Justin. Pump it up. Get up. Pump it up. The call. Dante Scarnecchia on Greg Hill's show today saying it, maybe there are a couple of different ways that the offensive you know, team for the Patriots are approaching Mack in the game and Bailey Zappi in the game. And and I would say, look, if you you got to play to your, your your player's strengths at quarterback, right? You, you, you don't put, uh, you know, running scheme plays, you know, quarterback sneaks in for a guy who, who's not a runner, right? You, you just... You make the adjustments in the playbook. And that's why I find it very interesting because I guess at some point, and maybe this is why Mac came out when he did. I'd love to see, I I have to look back and see how many plays did Mac play. And was that his script? Was that his script? Because you would say, would Belichick and Patricia come out with that same play calling with, with Bailey Zappi at the beginning of the game, if he started Zappi. So that, that I could understand, you know, when, my eye said it, but I was like, you know, KJ, you are, you're a who shot JFK guy. You, 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 you're not an aliens guy, but you're pretty close to believing in some kind of crazy stuff. But my eyes kind of said, look, those plays, I don't know how successful they looked when the game started with Mac Jones, 
But if that's what the, the coaching staff believes is what was going to make Mac Jones successful at that point, that's what you call. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Let's go to Phil in New Bedford, man. Thanks so much for calling late night WEEI. Hey, hey, KJ, thank you for last night when we talked about the family environment, being a dad. Yes. I really, really think I've been listening all day because I've been a little uh, congested in my chest, so I couldn't go out and do what I had to do because of the weather. Okay. The South Coast. You but better. here's my point. From what, yeah. And I meant what I said last night, and I want to say something about the offense and expecting Lockton. First of all, I think somewhere between Monday night and yesterday noonish, I think Bill, the dad, the father, the grandfather, the grandpa, yeah. did listen to the people around him. And I think <laughs> that. The stepmother came in. Bill, he's just, still your son. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. I, but, I, I can agree with but, that. But now, the damage that was done to this team since preseason to now, especially the guys, some of your other guys on WEI, doesn't matter what shift, some of the players are openly and honestly going against the Patriot way, the Patriot skip, basically saying they didn't know. I don't know if that's repairable. I don't believe they're going to win seven games. I think they're going to go maybe six and nine or seven and ten. And I wish yeah. the damage wasn't done. But Bill made all those choices, KJ. Yeah. You know, what, what do they say? The saying is you don't go against the family. No matter what the family does wrong, you don't go against the family. And, yes, this the is, result is not good. This has been the most chatty that you have heard. I mean, Matthew Slater, on point. McCourty on point, but some of the newer guys yes. that have only been here for a couple of years, it almost feels like they're they feel comfortable. You've been at, in the station now, what, like four, four and a half years, something like that. Me? No, I've been in. I've been here. What, Justin? A year? A little over a year, almost two, right? Yeah, but I've been in Boston. I, I used to play R and B in town. Boston, I'm, I, I don't hide who I am. Having a direct show, yeah, because the first few times you and I talked, I thought we were like we didn't get each other, and one night I actually called one of your screeners, and I said. Is he really just trying to create controversy? And he said, no, Phil, he's straight up. He's so honest. He comes off because he's passionate about what he believes. He's going to not just stroke people. And yeah, I don't pander. feel more comfortable to be honest with you. Oh, well, I, I appreciate this. I feel like this is a bro moment. Like Because you, you, you know me and Brian had a long, long contact for five or six years. But I'm, trying to, I'm transferring that to you, my friend. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, you guys, I listen to them, and they're being polite with me, being like, have they with me? I'm like, okay, good. But oh, always oh, a no. pleasure, and I hope, it, I hope they can write the ship. Oh, well, thank you so much, and I appreciate the call. That, that means a lot when people call back-to-back nights, because it means I've been here back-to-back nights. Um, yeah, look, uh, first about what he said in terms of, like, how I handle this. I, You know, like, after Pablo Sandoval came here, Panda, it, <laughs> I don't Panda, which is... Bloat you. Well, I don't get paid. Overpaid, underperform. Like I'm always going to be here to perform, and I'm going to give you the truth. I like I, I have to respect you enough. If you're going to be here at eleven twenty six at night, I'm going to respect your time, your effort, your calls, your texts. I'm going to respect them. I may not agree with them. I may agree with them. That's that's life. But I am going to respect you. I'm a person. I don't believe in people have. To, I don't. I don't believe a person has to earn my respect. I believe you start off with a hundred, and then you can only lose points, right? Because if you if if earning respect was a test score, Justin, do you know how long it takes just to get to a seventy? If you start from zero, that is a good point. You would, you would 
assume that you always start at 100, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a fresh start. Yeah, people say you have to earn my respect. It's like, no, you have a chance to lose pieces of it. So, you know, you might do something dumb here or there. It still keeps you in a high A, B area. But, like, my goodness, you like you, it would almost seem like you would have to come and do housing chores if you had to earn it. Like, hey, bro, I know we've been cool for a while, but you're only at, like, 50 points, and that's still an F. You know, like, so you're not even halfway there. So, yeah, you know, I can only respect those who, who take the time to interact with the show when I'm here, and I appreciate it. And anytime I'm here, I'm going to make the best of it. Damn it. One way or another. But, yeah, I agree that there are leaks that are happening that have not ex- happened before. Uh, here, a great example, uh, Devin McCourty was asked if he knew about this. Like, you know, there are things I don't need to be in the know of. I'm not going to tell you information that's being discussed behind closed doors because that's not important. If it's important for me to know, I would be told. And if I was told, I don't tell. There's this old saying, for those that know, don't tell, and those that don't know, can't tell. But if you're in the know and you're telling, where in the what that what that goes against in the Patriots way is doing your own job, right? If you're a receiver or a tight end, and I say that because Hunter Henry had answered that, and Jacoby Myers had made some comments as well, that has nothing to do with catching the football or studying tape for the Jets. There are people inside the organization who handles that stuff. Don't be heroes. My daddy told me a long time ago when I was younger, TV make you do some dumb things. Boy, was he right. Because now people feel like I can I can break a news. I can break a story. And then you break a career, you know, because you're going to play somewhere else. These people talk at high levels. It's not a collusion thing. But what do you like? He's like, well, you know, great player when, when we're dealing with playing football. May talk out of turn. Oh, boy. I got to watch what I say in the locker room or don't say. Next. Yeah, so here's the thing with this Jets game that I was kind of getting to about revenge is best served cold. The Jets who have lost 12 in a row to the Patriots. They smell blood in the water. There's chum. and And look, James Woods is trying to tell people the beach needs to be closed. That's a Jaws reference for those who don't know. I do know that one. You do know I that one. I got that one. There you go. And and the thing, that's probably twice your age. But still, it's, it's a classic. You know, when, I, when I do these things, man, they're usually American iconic stuff, you know? You're not going to hear Closer to Fine by Indigo Girls' bumper music because it really doesn't take you into like a space. It's not like Elvis Costello's Pump It Up. It's got energy. Oh, yeah, they played at games. This show's different. Look, revenge, revenge served best cold may be that the fear of this Jets game could be Mac Jones seeing ghost game. Wow. Think about that. If Mac Jones doesn't get it together here within the next three to four weeks, let's just call it what it is. You weren't here, Justin, last week when I was here with Joe saying that Mac is the equivalent to that game cliffhanger on The Price is Right. Where the the yodeler goes up the hill, and he's got like you got like fifteen dollars to get those to get the, all the prizes, and that Mac Jones is at probably at eleven or twelve dollars, like he's probably three dollars away from the cliff. This is just the feeling I get, and I said this before Monday night happened. If 
Mac Jones goes out there looking like he's seeing ghosts, throwing picks. It's the it's it's the beginning to walk down the Sam Darnold Hall. Because right now you may oh yeah, well, Mac is clearly better than Sam Darnold. You're like, do we know this yet? Do we know this yet? I, I, I just try to call it as my perspective sees it. Yes, it was great. It was feel good that Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl last year. The Patriots had a losing record in 2020 that gave them a favorable schedule in 2021. If you want an example of how to blow that, look at Denver. Denver had a losing record last year, and now they've got a coach who's losing it. Now they're saying that Hackett may be playing for his job. The NFL's different now. There's no five-year plan with the new quarterback. Those are the old days. Aaron Rodgers may be that last guy that sat on the bench for like three years before he got into the game. Now, you look at people like Patrick Mahomes, like how many teams are willing to kind of do that? You thought that maybe Pittsburgh would do that. Kenny Pickett's in there. And what I've said about Mac is this. I don't mind the mistakes early on. Just how confident are you when you do them? Better to be wrong and really good-looking doing it than being wrong and unsure. And it's the uncertainty that has people going, I don't know, I don't know. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. After we get to Paul and Westfield, we will do the picks for this week uh, in Make Money Money. Paul, always good to hear from you, my man. Oh, thanks, Marshfield. KJ. Actually, it's, it's, it's Marshfield, but yeah, know, doesn't matter. I'm thinking but of Paul and Westfield. Yeah, but thanks for being in Marshfield. I appreciate appreciate. It. Yeah, right. I can appear two places at once. <laughs> no, I mean it's a great topic, and I was talking to a friend about that this afternoon, and we both came to the conclusion that trying to capitalize on Mac Jones's, uh, I don't know, trade value that they should just trade him for a draft pick. Put those our two first round draft picks or a first and a second, whatever together, mm-hmm. and just go back and try to get like a real quarterback in the top ten. Like he's limited by the fact that you know Bill Belichick just took whatever fell to him at fifteen, and you know you got to go for the gusto on that. I don't know. What do you think, uh, Paul in Marshfield? Thanks for the call, Paul in Westfield. If you, I don't hear from you tonight, it's perfectly fine. You don't owe me money. Um, it would be so hard to cut bait right now when there's a kind of a financial advantage you have, right? If you're not really at pick one or two for next year and you say, okay, we can get Bryce Young, who you believe is a complete game changer for you, and I don't even believe that, um, then that's what you go for. You know, if you're like, hey, if is a Hendon Hooker available in the second round? Now, I don't believe, if, if you're going to get rid of a new guy, I think you've got to go get the established guy. I think you say, okay, um, Jimmy G is on this contract that is very favorable. You go back and look at it now because now the price isn't as high. And you'd say, hey, I would take Jimmy Garoppolo right now over Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones combined just because of the experience. Now, granted, is Jimmy making mistakes at times? Absolutely. But ha- does he have a proven track record? Yes. Like he is little, he's, he's the picture of the little engine that could. That sputters out from time to time, but somehow. They're in it. Things happen when he's in the game. It's that what I talk about, that oiled machine. So it'd be very hard to move Mac Jones because you would have to say, 
who would have such a high interest in getting him when he's already on a team that's pretty bad? Right? It'd have to be like a worse team. Like, are we talking like you can't say Jacksonville, maybe Houston, but you would argue in Houston, you'd be like, hey, wouldn't Davis Mills and Mac Jones be kind of a comparable competition as would be, say, Davis Mills and Mac Jones would be? So it might be advantageous to you to hold on to Mac Jones while you still have the rights, at least for another year. So that way, as Mac's five-year extension is coming up and Bailey Zappi's extension is coming up at the same time because he only has a four-year because he's taken in the later round, you will have a chance to say you can move off of Mac and still have Bailey Zappi for another year if you're that confident, or you move off of Mac and you go get yourself a veteran quarterback that can play with these guys. I mean, <laughs> you know, like Matt Ryan's available, but maybe that's how you shake the curse. You know, okay, <laughs> kidding. You know, maybe that's you like this is like this would be Joe Boo's rum for Matt Ryan now that he's benched. And I think I just saw a tweet somewhere, Justin, that Matt Ryan's tenure as the quarterback of the Colts was 28 weeks and three days. <laughs> no way. Is, are you being serious right now? I'm being serious. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, I mean, really, I saw no t- possible I, way. That is, is 28 weeks since he, since he signed. It's been 28 weeks and three days between when he signed as quarterback. That would be all time. That would be just bench. incredible. He, he would have to come to the Patriots just to, look, I will come play for $5 just to shake this one. <laughs> Have a tarot card reader in the backfield with him, laying down cards in between him and center. Read the cards, Matt. Get it out of your head. It's all in your head. All right, it's KJ Late Night here, W E E I. Let's make some money, money. Hit it, Justin. Hey, I won the bet. Here, one dollar. <laughs> I can give you half. How do you pay, man? Great cash, homie. All right. BetMGM's got its lines out for this weekend's games. Uh, I've got six games where I'm thinking about playing. They're upsets to some extent. But I'll give you the whole line, and then I'll give you my six plays and what that payout would be if you put $10 down. So we'll start with the London game. In London, Broncos at Jags. Jags playing as the home team, and kind of they might really eventually be the home team in London. The Jags are favored by two and a half, but I think with a healthier Russell Wilson and and Nathaniel Hackett playing, I mean, literally maybe coaching for his job. I mean, when new owners come in, you know, if you're owned by you know that big multi conglomerate based out of Jones <laughs> Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Arkansas, wherever that is. Uh, Prices drop fast. So I think the Broncos, in its urgency, cover the spread, win the game. So I like the Broncos at plus two and a half against the Jags on the road. It might be a bad, exciting game, but you know what? Us fiends love 9 a.m. Eastern football. It's true. Panthers, plus four and a half at the Falcons, plus 180. I think something's going on with the Panthers that while it won't say things turn around for them so fast that they're in some type of race. But because the NFC South is so bad right now, again, the Bucs should be running away with this, and they're not. The Panthers may pull off it. wouldn't be as much of, of, of an upset as last week was. So at the Falcons, who sometimes can be porous with the defense, and P.J. Walker has the ability to make plays with his legs, 
And that seems to be the theme this year. If a quarterback can run, it's going to confound some defenses. So I like the Panthers in the upset at the Falcons. Bears at Cowboys. Cowboys favored by nine and a half. I think the Bears got their celebration. Yeah. Great win Monday. Tuesday, we trade away Robert Quaid to the Eagles. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Roquan Smith just had his hand in his shirt like, what are we doing here? Hey, does and, the fact that that's a 1 o'clock game worry you at all? Because we saw last week Detroit traveled to Dallas, and that was a 1 o'clock game. Dallas usually plays at 4, and they're actually pretty slow to start off. This is another 1 o'clock game at Dallas. Yeah, that's why the Cowboys are able to manipulate some things by playing a 1 o'clock game being uh, a, an NFC East team. They're really playing the game at 12 noon local time. Right. So, yeah. But then again, it would be 12 local time for the Bears as well. They're a central time zone team. So, I I just think that the Cowboys with their defense anyway, Justin Fields, I don't know. Like, at some point, that engine's going to slow down, and I think this weekend is it. I mean, to see Michael Parsons chase after people, he is literally, like, faster. Like, when you see the Mutual of Omaha stuff, like, you're like, boy. Michael Parsons could probably catch some of those fast animals. That's how fast that guy is. I like the Cowboys and the nine and a half. Miami favored by three and a half at the Lions. That's that's uh, yeah. Cardinals at the Vikings. Vikings favored by three and a half. Yes. Raiders at the Saints. The Raiders are a one and a half point favorite, but I like the Saints at one and a, plus one and a half at plus one hundred. Even though Andy Dalton stay, is starting the game again and Jameis Winston is healthy, between Dalton. Winston and Taysom Hill, that might confuse Josh McDaniel in prep. I something's going on with the Raiders that isn't allowing them to be their great self. Patriots at Jets. I've got the Jets in the two and a half at plus one fifteen. Look, my heart would say I want to see the Patriots win, but this is involving my money. Look, the Jets already had something on defense, and if you got two defensive guys. Then you'd say, okay, whose offense may flow a little better? James Robinson came over. That Brees Hall is out for the entire season. You still have some pieces there on the offensive side. And Zach Wilson, while he still may make some mistakes, it may not be as great as they have been in the past. It'll be a close game, which I think the Jets will win. Steelers are a 10.5-point dog at the Eagles. I think the Steelers cover the spread, but don't win the game. Even off the bye week? Even off the bye week. I think the Steelers will be able to cover 10 and a half. 10 and a half is such a big number. That is a huge number. Right. Like, I, I, like Steelers win the game? Absolutely not. Eagles win by by 11? I don't see it. Maybe a late touchdown, but if you're not doing late touchdowns in the NFL like you are in college. Uh, Titans, two and a half point favorite at the Texans. I'm surprised it's not a bigger number. I like the Titans in that one. Commanders, uh, I like them at plus three at the Colts with the rookie Sam. Well, not rookie, but Sam Ellinger now taking over. There's going to be some adjustments, so be able to just kind of hone in on Jonathan Taylor. That would walk right into what the Commanders do. And Taylor Heineke's got them playing like they believe. Believe they're going to be better than what they were with Carson Wentz in there. 49ers, one and a half point favor at the Rams. The Rams, I don't know what they're doing this year, but they're they're not the same team. Giants. I like them as a three-point dog at the Seahawks because Daniel Jones can decide early in the game or at the end of the game if he wants to use his legs. Teams are now honing in on Saquon Barkley. I do worry about their receiver core, but the Seahawks are nicked up as well. It'll be a a pretty good game, but I think Daniel Jones and his legs, you may see him go for over 100 yards on the ground himself. Packers, 11.5-point dog at the Bills. It's got Aaron... 
Rogers talking out of his face, talking about some people don't need reps. Well, you guys need to cover. I'm going to say that the Packers cover the 11 and a half at the Bills. They don't win the game. And I've got the Bengals minus three at the Browns. So if you take these six games, Broncos-Jags at plus 115, Panthers-Falcons plus 180, Raiders-Saints plus 100, Pats at Jets plus 115, Commanders-Colts 120, Giants at Seahawks plus 125, $10 bet pays out $1,271. So you want to go that way? Cool. And here's your Thursday night. Loser has a losing record. Think about this. Ravens at Bucks. Ravens will lead at the half, but the Bucks win the game plus 650. Bucks by one to six points plus 320. I'm going with it, Justin. Tom Brady anytime touchdown with the QB sneak. Wow. Plus 1,200. And Gus Edwards of the Ravens, 50 or more rushing yards plus 110. A $100 bet pays $85,000. $895. And that's Make Money Money here on Late Night WEEI with KJ. We wrap the show next. Thanks for hanging out. WEEI. WEEI. New England Sports Original. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WEEI Late Night. On Boston Sports Original. WEEI. She's here, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. They're expecting you. You're a little late, so come right this way. Funk it, work. What? Say it now. Say it now. Late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out for the last close to two hours. Remember, you can always check us out on the Odyssey app. Free. Just type in WEEI 93.7. Brings you right here. Uh, Let's get to some more text before we get out of here. Justin, go ahead. So we got this one from the 413. Maybe if Mac had a little of Zappy's personality, the media would have not turned on Mac, thus helping to turn the fans against Mac. Yeah, it's a little bit of Hollywood and television with it, you know. I mean, what people like about Bailey Zappy is that he calls Mego ma'am, which which is the proper thing to do. Fourier, sir. Yeah, he calls him ma'am and sir and everything like that. I don't know what kind of level of respect they have to get those titles, but he's doing the right thing. So it's part of the personality. So, yeah, I can agree to that a little. All right, next. Another one from the 413 here. It's weird that when Brady first went to the Bucks, Arians forced him to go against his skill set, and he sucked. Then they adjusted the play calling, and they go on to win the Super Bowl. Patriots coaching needs to adjust to Mac's skill set. Yeah, except for one is the greatest of all time, and there was an urgency to win now. Especially I don't know if there's that a, team that they Yes, have. there's a win now. Like, you don't have guys take one-year deals to come play risk their knees and heads just for you to say 
No, this is what you're going to do. You know, when you've earned it, you can do it. All right, one more. And one more here. This was going back from when there was a little bit of praise. This was for the 207 for Josh McDaniels. He goes, tell this caller Josh McDaniels sucks and is not missed. Yeah, he's – look, what you're seeing the lens of him as a head coach, it's just a replay of Denver, right? But as a offensive coordinator, while some of the plays weren't great, you, you cannot take away his accomplishments as an offensive coordinator, and you do see the results when there's no offensive coordinator here. I mean – Despite what you think, whatever he got, he got everything out of Mac Jones last year, and it was enough to get them 10 wins when I thought they might have been an eight-win team last year. So, you know, that you have to give Josh McDaniels some of that credit. But I think because of what you're seeing in Vegas right now, you'll never have to worry about Josh McDaniels being the head coach of the Patriots now. I think, I think people had to see that versus it being handed over to him. All right, man. Um, look, Celtics back in action Friday. Same thing with the Bruins. Uh, Celtics, they've got to do something about the size thing. Uh, well, once I'm here next Tuesday, and that's when I'm here next, we'll be able to get, to get dig into the Celtics some more. Unless this whole fiasco with the Patriots continues to go, oh my goodness, this is almost it would be until like a third or fourth week. Um, Justin, pretty tough thing happened to me today, man. Uh oh. So for those, first, I like to say thanks everybody who's listened and those who have followed me from another station I worked at when they know that when I talk about my family. If they hear me talking about me doing school with my child, they know that means something without, you know, like you'd have to go back and find old tapes to find out what that means. So pick up my kid from school today. And the teacher was like, first she comes out bouncing and she's got like a smile. I'm like, okay, good day. She was like, oh, absolutely not. So inside my head, I'm like, you don't have to dance to that. Like, there's no joy in Hooterville over this. She was like, yeah, she told the teacher, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell my mom on you. I was like, oh, God. I've got to step up the punishment. So my daughter has this 18 and a 18 and a half inch tablet. Like you can't find these anywhere else. She loves cooking shows and stuff like this. And I I had to tell her today. I was like, look, no tablet for two days. And if you have a bad day tomorrow, it goes to four days. And if you have a bad day after that, it goes to a week. But I need that tablet. I don't care what pediatricians say about how much screen time. I get peace. I can watch a game. I can check out Sports Center and some of the ESPN shows. It helps me. Oh my gosh. At WEEI Twitter, at WEEI Sports on Instagram, at KJ Carson Twitter, at Justin M. Turpin, correct? That is correct. At Twitter and at KJ Carson. IG on Instagram. Thank you, my brother, for your work tonight. Thank you for the calls, for the kind words, for the conversation we get to have here. Back-to-back nights are always fun. And uh, we see what happens Sunday because we hope it doesn't get uglier, but it just might. Have a great Wednesday night. See ya! W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.